the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Clarity, reason, logic, common sense. Your dose of sanity in an insane world. This is radio in high resolution. And now, the king of cognition, the deacon of discernment, the Zionist who drives a German car, Kurt Hudspeth. Remind me to talk to Aaron about that. I don't drive a German car. No, you don't. I don't. Did I you drive one a, time? I drive American. No, I'm, I'm, I've never driven a German car because I can't, BMW? Afford, can't afford one. What's another German company? Mercedes. Mercedes. Volkswagen. Volkswagen. I've driven a Volkswagen. I've driven a Volkswagen, too. Do you not I didn't, owned I didn't, one? I did not uh, own well, one. Well, maybe he's just referring to you driving That's one. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Folks, you're listening to High Resolution Radio. This is Pastor Kurt Hudspeth, and uh, uh, we're grateful that you're following us. It's a beautiful weekend. Um, and we are we are loaded up with stories today. Um, the story that I really wanted to talk about, about that uh, I think it deserves our attention is um, is what took place in Syria this last week. Uh, the, the the bombing and the killing of the of the of the children and the the women and the the gas that was used was just an absolutely horrific um, an event. Uh, it's not the first time. And it probably won't be the last time, um, but each time it happens, uh, we have an administration that says, you know, you've crossed that red line, and uh, it's a line that's never going to be crossed again. And, and they continue to do it. And, and um, Assad is a thug. Uh, I've heard some reports that that he's the best that they can find for the area because if you didn't have Assad in place, uh, it would get much worse. I can't imagine anything getting much worse than Assad. Um, but they say that the people that would come in behind him are are even more ruthless. I don't know how that's possible, um, but but that's what they say. And um, and so it's it's incredible. Uh, the pictures, the video. If you haven't seen them, um, well, I don't want you to see them. Um, they they bring tears to your eyes. Uh, this this uh, this sarin gas that was used, which is a which is an evil evil substance. Um, it, 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 it attacks you to where you can't breathe, you can't see, uh, and it attacks children, uh, very quickly because as an adult, when these things happen, you have the ability to maybe uh, get to some rushing water, uh, to try to wash it out. The symptoms are still there, but, uh, not as drastic. Um, um, but it becomes very difficult to breathe. And what happens with infant children and children is that they simply can't get to. They just they don't they don't have the knowledge to get to the water, and um, they're literally fighting for breath and um, and dying. And so, uh, at dawn on Tuesday morning, a, a family was uh, sleeping in um, in within the side of the Syrian um, uh, cities, and uh, bombs fell into the homes, and uh, uh, rebels um, that were controlling this area. Uh, did some horrific things. They they woke up and 
there was uh, something like uh, four different strikes that took place. Now these were these were these were Russian jets um, purchased by Syria uh, with Syrian pilots. So we now know that Assad uh, was responsible for this, and um, uh, one of the journalists uh, that was there, his name was Abdul, was the last name Hadid Hadid, Hadid Abdul. He told Fox News that when people um, went to help, that they were choked uh, with this uh, with this incredible poisonous gas, and um, uh, Abdul himself uh, still with wetted eyes and breathless and 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 and, um, and having massive headaches as he was speaking, recalled the scene just hours earlier: the chaos, crying, people being stripped and washed in the street, and children suffocating and dying in the street as this white liquid uh, frothed from their open mouths. He said that uh, people were also looking for their families, wondering if they if they had been uh, taken for medical treatment. And then he goes on and continues that um, that uh, so many people were in trouble. Uh, there was a, the, a hospital uh, there. It said uh, if the hospital in, in uh, Syria said that uh, there were that their rooms were filled with some 200 local young and old, uh, some uh, with pinpoint pu- pinpoint pupils, others dilated, some already drenched in water, while others uh, required uh, resuscitation. Um, the the drug the 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 gas that came a part of them was uh, was literally suffocating them and and causing all kinds of pain and, and unbearable pain especially in children and and now we know that hundreds uh, uh, hundreds have died most of them were kids and uh, and most of them were infants that were affected and and um, it's just amazing. Over 25 of those deaths happened in the hospital. We now know that the count is over 100 and growing. Um, but they went on to say that this was absolutely not a chlorine gas, that it was definitely a Syrian gas. And uh, it was horrific. And um, I bring up this story because it's happened before, and, and, and we've talked about these types of events uh, in the past and they are something that I don't believe are gonna are, are gonna go away. I think that as ruthless as as Assad is and his regime, uh, they are um, they're, 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 they have no regard for life at all. And I realize that's hard for us to imagine here in the United States, but there's no regard. Um, it doesn't really matter who's killed. Uh, I was thankful, though, uh, uh, from yesterday, uh, uh, day before yesterday, where Trump uh, was um, was with the uh, uh, King of Jordan, and he was in a press conference, and uh, Trump Trump had this to say about what took place in Syria. Let's roll. Let's roll the tape. Yesterday, chemical attack, a chemical attack that was so horrific in Syria against innocent people including women, small children, and even beautiful little babies. Their deaths was an affront to humanity. These heinous actions by the Assad regime cannot be tolerated. The United States stands with our allies across the globe to condemn this horrific attack and all other horrific attacks for that matter.
uh, it crossed a lot of lines for me. When you kill innocent children, innocent babies, babies, little babies, with a chemical gas that is so lethal, people were shocked to hear what gas it was. That crosses many, many lines, beyond the red line, many, many lines. And I will tell you, that attack on children yesterday had a big impact on me. Big impact. That was a horrible, horrible thing. And I've been watching it and seeing it, and it doesn't get any worse than that. And I have that flexibility. And it's very, very possible. And I will tell you, it's already happened, that my attitude toward Syria and Assad has changed very much. And there you have it, um, President Trump speaking, and I think his attitude has changed. I think when you see those types of videos and you see the types of uh, horrific deaths, um, you know, one entire family, parent and their three children, were found dead in their beds uh, from this chemical attack. Um, there were many that were trying to flee to Turkey, which, by the way, that's not safe. Turkey's not a safe place to be anymore. Uh, they were just trying to get to hospitals, but... Uh, uh, some some did make it to Turkey, but most of them didn't make it to Turkey, and they all died, and most of them were children. So we're talking uh, we're talking uh, over a hundred people, and uh, growing the numbers are the numbers are still growing. But folks, you know, uh, President Trump said that this is a red line. Look, uh, President Obama said there was a red line that uh, he wouldn't allow it to be crossed, and he did. Uh, I'm praying that uh, President Trump doesn't, but he does it in a in a way that's going to be. Uh, somewhat protective, and I'll tell you why uh, that's so important. We're, there is a biblical prophecy that I'm going to mention to you, and I'm going to come back from break. I'm going to talk to you about it, uh, but it is a, a prophecy that is in Isaiah, the 17th chapter. It's also in Jeremiah. I think it's the 49th chapter, if I remember right, uh, that speaks specifically about the demise of Damascus. That would happen in the end of days, and so that's going to be coming up. So I want to talk to you about that. I want to talk to you about some of the prophecies that are coming as a result of this and and what we need to be looking for as Christians. So pay attention. Uh, we'll be right back from this break. This is Pastor Kurt Hutzbeth. You're listening to High Resolution Radio. This is HighResolutionRadio.com uh, to learn more about us, and also go to High Resolution Radio on Facebook. We'll be right back. Sometimes it seems like every day our world gets a little darker. Liars get ahead, cheaters get away with it, and brutality is relentless. There are still, however, some inspirations of hope, some rays of dawn in the growing shadows. Kurt has dedicated his life to sharing truth and reason to those who will listen and offering clarity and hope as beacons in the coming storms. But this mission is not without its cost. If high resolution has made a positive impact in your life in any way, if you value boldness and courage to sift through the onslaught of misinformation, please consider partnering with us financially to not only maintain this radio presence, but buy a bigger megaphone so the truth can spread farther. We cannot do it alone. We cannot do it without you. Please visit HighResolutionRadio.com and click on the Donate Now button to help us to continue to bring truth to the fight for justice. That's HighResolutionRadio.com. A simple 5 or $10 donation will make a huge difference. In fact, the survival of hope in someone's world could depend on it. 
Thank you so much, and God bless you. Welcome back to High Resolution with our host and fearless leader, Pastor Kurt. Listen, these are horrific stories. Uh, what took place in Syria this last week is, um, it's just, it's mind-boggling. But this is the ruthfulness of our world. We live in an evil world. Uh, many people don't want to hear that, but uh, we do. And um, Barry, I know the story uh, touched your heart too. I know you've seen the videos and stuff. It was just, uh, it was just a horrific event. You know, and I, I told you earlier, I, I saw it and I, I, I couldn't stomach it. It reminded me back in, I, th- it must have been in the early 2000s when, you know, this whole YouTube and the video and and there was a live beheading of an American in the Middle East. And I was sitting there, and I didn't know what was going to go on. And they actually they beheaded this this man. And I honestly I can't remember. It was I think it was a journalist. I could I, that made me so sick to my stomach. Kind of like what nine eleven happened. Mm-hmm. This was right up there with making me just sick to my stomach to just think that there are people in the world who would do this to innocent children, mothers, people. It doesn't, you know what? And it, it just the way that it was, the, it just was brutal. It was devastating, and it just literally, literally made me sick to my stomach. Well, uh, you know what you. People don't seem to, to get and understand that this can happen here in America. If it can happen there, it can happen here. And you say, oh, no, there's no way that could happen. Oh, well. But, you know, we got another story. And I, were, I really want to get to the prophecy here about what's taking place in Syria to explain to you where, where we're going from a biblical sense. But, you know, uh, the U.S. has said that time's running out on North Korea. North Korea, that that whacked out fat kid that uh, <laughs> McCain, McCain that talked out. about, a fat fat crazy kid. Uh, that uh, is in charge of North Korea uh, is uh, is capable of sending nuclear weapons at least into Europe. Um, I've heard reports that he has the ability to to hit uh, Hawaii possibly and and possibly even to the West Coast. So I don't know whether or not he has that capability, but he's working towards it. And so hopefully the United States is going to be able to stop these things from happening. But it could happen here, folks. And, and we need to be aware of these stories. We need to know what's really going on. The, the Assad regime is a ruthless, ruthless regime. They have no regard for life. But, but from a biblical standpoint, uh, th- this, this is heading towards those days. And the reason why I wanted to play Trump's speech, uh, uh, in the first segment was he, I believe that he's the type that's going to act. I think he's going to do something. I don't know what he's going to do, but it could bring on the prophecy of of uh, Isaiah 17, which says uh, in Isaiah 17 and 1 that in the last days that Damascus would become a heap of ruins. Uh, Damascus is one of the oldest cities in the world, if not the oldest city in the world. And in, in its entire history, it has never been leveled. It's never been, uh, it's had trouble, but it's never been destroyed and down to uh, down to rubble. So if you look around Damascus, if you had a YouTube, I suppose you could, uh, or, uh, or Google it, you could see that surrounding Damascus is, is a heap of rubble. But Damascus itself is still intact, and the Bible says it's going to fall. And if the Bible says it's going to fall, I know it's going to fall. And uh, who knows, that could be an attack that is somehow planned uh, 
with the United States to get Assad. I don't know what this is going to bring on, but we've got a lot of trouble uh, there in Syria. There's a lot happening. You've got Russia there. Russia now has an uh, an actual Air Force base uh, in Syria. They're there. They're planted. They're not going anywhere, which leads us to another uh, biblical prophecy, which is Ezekiel 38 and 39. I mentioned earlier about Turkey, the prime minister of Turkey. If you'll remember last year, there was a coup to try to take him out and, uh, and to restore some sense of normalcy because they knew that this guy was, uh, was a right wing or an extremist, uh, for Islam. And in Turkey, Turkey's always been sort of the gateway. It's been a place, a gateway to the West where, uh, many United States citizens could go and, you know, see the different cultures and different things. But Turkey's no longer safe. Uh, to be in Turkey today, if you're an American citizen, you're in real danger. Uh, it's probably one of the last places that you should think about going. Why? Because after this coup has taken place, he's, he's now initiated more Sharia law. Uh, into their government system, which they had done away with for a period of time. I think it was, I don't know, 30 or 40 years that they had gone without having any of this. And so now they're re-implementing all of these things. And the Bible tells us that Turkey and Syria and uh, Iraq and, and Iran and um, and all of these Islamic nations are going to come and fight against Israel. That's what you'll read when you read Ezekiel 38 and 39. But the clincher is, is that the... Uh, that the chief, the one that's going to lead this, is going to be reluctant. He's not going to want to come in. And we know who the chief is because the Bible tells us who it is. It tells us that it is going to be Russia. Russia is going to, they're going to, God is going to somehow put a hook in Russia's jaw and is going to drag them in to sort of lead this coalition. Now, it's going to be a massive army, the Bible says, that's going to come to fight against Israel. And, and that's, that's a story that I'll, I'll finish up with here in just a minute. But when you're talking about what, what President Trump is doing, that he, it's changed his, his position. I think that we have some of the greatest generals in the world, uh, for, uh, for the United States. And they're going to do these, they're going to try to do the right thing. But you could see what a hotbed this is. How much trouble there is there all throughout Syria. And one of the things that we need to understand is that the forces that are fighting in Syria today are still Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda is there from Libya. And Hezbollah, which is nothing more than a proxy for Iran, Iran is in Syria fighting right now. And and Sudan is there. It's these nations that are listed in Ezekiel 38 and, and 5 that are going to join Turkey and Russia that are going to have this massive invasion on Israel. And Turkey will invade Israel, and they're going to decimate um, Damascus. And, and then it will be led by forces in Syria today and, uh, and, and have this massive invasion into Israel. So there's a million different ways that this can happen, but the Bible says that Damascus is going to fall. I believe it's going to fall very soon. Uh, and uh, and these are very, very interesting times that we live in. Jesus, you know, probably gave us the, the greatest description of what was happening in, in the end days when you look at Matthew, the 24th chapter. And if you've been a, 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 a fan of watching, the, listening to the show, 
you know that I, I use this particular chapter an awful lot. Uh, it's also in Luke and a few other places. Uh, but you, you, you'll see how important this, this prophecy that Jesus gives to us actually is. Um, Jesus has just come out of the, uh, out of the, out of the, um, uh, the temple with the disciples. And the disciples uh, were bragging. They're showing Jesus all these incredible things. I'm just sort of setting up the chapter for you. And they're bragging about the size of the stones and everything. And Jesus says to the disciples, do you not see all these things? Not one stone here shall be left upon another. At that very moment, what the disciples did not know is that Jesus was prophesizing the destruction of Jerusalem in 78 or destruction of the temple in 70 AD. So he's giving him this. So this baffles the, uh, the disciples and the disciples come to him and they, they said, master teacher, they asked three of the most important questions that you and I today want to know. And the, the third questions was master, when will these things be? What will be the sign of your coming? And what will be the end of the age? And Jesus says that deception do not be deceived that deception would be the key indication of his coming. And then he goes on to tell us about various things that would happen in the latter days. He tells us in, in, uh, in 24, uh, chapter 24 of Matthew verse six, he says, he says, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled for all of these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So he's telling you not to worry. But these wars are coming. These are these are horrific things that are going to be taking place. And he goes on to say in verse 7, he says, For nation is going to rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in various places. Well, we've never seen the, 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 uh, the earth move as much as it has in just the last, uh, last uh, year, year and a half. Earthquakes are going off all over the place. Um, the, the famines that are taking place in, in South, South America. I've been talking about it in Venezuela and, 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 in Colombia. I mean, people are eating dogs and cats, folks. That's not, that's not a cliche. The, the, if they can find a cat, they're eating it because they're starving to death. Because socialist regimes have taken over and they're not allowing any humanitarian aid to get in place. It's a ruthless time that we live in. But Jesus then goes on to tell us that, that the, to learn the parable of the fig tree, and I want to give this to you very quickly. The parable of the fig tree is, is simply this. The fig tree is Israel. He says, now learn the parable of the fig tree, that when its branches have already become tender and, and, and puts forth fruits and puts forth the leaves, excuse me, yeah, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see these things, know that, that it is near, that it is at the door. Assuredly, I say to you that this generation will by no means pass away, that this generation will be around to see all these things take place. Here's my point. We are at a very incredible point in history where our eyes should be on Israel. We should be praying for Israel, looking after Israel, blessing them as best we possibly can, because God said, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. In other words, what you do to Israel, God will do to you. And in the process of doing that, understand that his, his, that Jesus is, is at the door. That he's, that he's coming very, very soon. And it's when we see all these things, these wars. So when you hear about the fall of Damascus, no, you, you better be looking up because our Lord and Savior is coming to call the church home. 
we, we need to be careful as this battle of Ezekiel 38 and 39 lines up. We need to know the signs of the times. Now, I'm not telling you I know the day, the time, or the hour. I don't know. Jesus said he didn't know. But he says, when you see all of these things, be ready. Be ready. And, folks, that's where we do with this show at High Resolution Radio. That's our desire. And I never have enough time over the weekend to share these stories, Barry. I mean, I can't. I can't. I mean, there's so much more I could have gotten to. But I hope you'll open your Bible. Go to Matthew 24 and look for yourself. Do not take my word for it. I have no desire to to lie to you or to uh, to to send you in another direction. Read it for yourself and see if you don't come to the same conclusions. As always, I close with the priestly blessing uh, over your lives, and always it comes from the bottom of my heart. And uh, I, I pray no matter where you are in the car, if you're coming home from church or uh, on your way for a great weekend, I just pray that you receive it and know that we love you. Now may the Lord bless you, and may the Lord keep you, and may the Lord make his face to shine upon you, and may the Lord be gracious unto you, and may he give you his peace. May each and every day you walk in the knowledge and the understanding of our Lord and Savior, that, Father, that you would wrap your arms around them, that you would keep them safe, that you would keep not only those that are listening, Father, but you would take their families, their entire families, and and wrap your arms around them, keeping them safe. Know, Father, that we love you and we give you praise and glory in all that we do. We're grateful and thankful for the grace and the mercies that you've had over our lives. And, Father, I ask and I ask for this blessing to be over all that are out there that that are listening, Father. And I pray and ask for it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Amen. Folks, you're listening to High Resolution Radio. Go to highresolutionradio.com and follow us on High Resolution Radio on Facebook. And God bless you, God willing. We'll be with you next week. This is Pastor Kurt. You've been listening to High Resolution Radio with Kurt Hudspeth. Funny last name, serious topics. Now that you know what he thinks, tell us what you think by dropping us a line at PastorCurtis at gmail.com. That's Curtis with a K. We value your feedback, and as always, we appreciate your support of this broadcast with your financial contributions and by sharing with your friends. To donate now and be a part of our global online community, visit highresolutionradio.com and click on the Donate Now button. Now that you are armed with knowledge, go out and fight the good fight. And until next time, stay sane, America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.